0: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code Wondery at BYTE.com. That's e.com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. We're the Bunch, we're we are we're we're the we are we are we up.
1: This is Hook Vicious. Listen to my show, The Punk Corner on KJ, Epic Radio, every Thursday from 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. Hey, how's it going, guys? This is Fred Von Ox from Bearded Villains. Listen to the
2: Punk Corner every Thursday at 5 o'clock.
0: Hey, fellow fit nerds. This is Monica Ellis with Superheroes Nutrition. So I'm here today to let you know in terms of maybe getting in shape, you love superheroes, you need a change in your life, I really want you guys to check us out. We have an Instagram. It's nutrition. I'm Wonder Woman on there. um, And I'm here to set the example for individuals who need a change in their life everybody needs some motivation everybody needs some inspiration check out our page we have superhero workouts we're going to be launching um, a brand new fit kit pretty soon and we have a youtube channel so please check that out Uh, my email is monica at superheroesnutrition.com so like i said if you're looking for a change you want to get fit and you need some extra push in the right direction then this is the uh, certainly the place to get started thanks so much
1: What is up? It is your boy Johnny Mags back at you with another edition of the All Angels Podcast, joined as always with
3: Daniel right
1: And the season is over, so this is our year-in-review uh, show. We talked about it last week. We're going to get into our picks for you know uh, MVPs, rookies, defender, all that, all that good stuff. So we'll get into that. Uh, but, but before we really get into anything, we just want to you know uh, quickly send our thoughts, prayers, and Positive vibes to the people in Las Vegas for the tragedies that happened over the weekend. Um, I mean, Obviously, we won't talk too much about it because, you know, everybody knows what's happening. So, you know, uh, really just our prayers are with you all, the community of Las Vegas. Uh, anyone who listens to us in Las Vegas, we're with you guys. We can just, we can only imagine what you guys are going through. So our thoughts, our prayers and positive vibes your guys' way. Um, let's see. Follow us on, uh, or send us all your emails or your questions to the Podcast at gmail.com. That's Podcast at gmail.com. We got a few, uh, emails this week, uh, regarding end of the year stuff. So that kind of, that kind of helps. Uh, where can they follow us on Facebook and social media there, Dan?
3: Yeah, uh, both Instagram and, and on Twitter is going to be Halo underscore Haven. That's on both Instagram and Twitter. So, uh, check us out, um, add us, you know, uh, slow time so pick it back up again once we hit spring training and uh everything but yeah so if you're ever on twitter or instagram halo underscore halo
1: cool so um obviously the season's over the angels they were math mathemat- were they mathematically yeah. eliminated when last we-
3: time we, we talked thursday they were because i think they were mathematically eliminated on that monday or sunday or okay something
1: like that. okay so obviously there's a lot of uh I think now people are starting to kind of question, uh, what are we going to do next? I know there's a little bit of news regarding, you know, whether or not Justin Upton was going to resign or not. Uh, what are we going to do at third base? What are we going to do? You know, are we going to pick up second baseman? So that was one of the, the poll question, obviously, was right. was what we we're going to do there. But uh, I don't know what you want to touch on first. Do you want to get into?
3: Yeah, I mean, I can, we can go to the poll question first. Yeah, let's do that. Because... because it's, it, it's going to, Touch a little bit of everything we talk about today so um, for you uh, for people that are just listening for a first time or uh, unaware but um, during the season I try to post a question on Instagram or on Facebook and on Twitter and um, this week's was simple as a fan where do you think the Angels need to like their first priority in the offseason signing a free agent and it was a, a starting pitcher third baseman first baseman or second baseman so I was kind of surprised because when I first put the poll out there, I wasn't too sure where I was going to vote personally. <clears throat> but the public came back, and it was 69% uh, starting pitching, 20% uh, third baseman, and then uh, first and second base were just about the same at 5 and 6%. But I was surprised that it was that big of starting pitching. I personally picked third base. Um, I'm not sure... Were you voted on that?
1: I I uh, I voted on the pitching and I and I wrote a comment on the actual on the Facebook side uh, on Halo Haven. I po- I didn't want to be completely like obvious or go with what the obvious answers probably would be, but I was gonna go with pitching because I know that if we get all our guys healthy, we should have a decent rotation. But I just feel like you can never have too much good pitching, right? And the problem with this year was we had we we got hurt a lot, and we had to rely on a lot of up and comers, young young guys stepping into spots in a rotation that they weren't used to. I, I I feel that if we can pick up at least a solid two or three guy, it'll it'll definitely solidify, you know, Richard Skaggs, a really good guy, and then it gives you options at the tail end of the rotation, right? And it even gives you options to the bullpen because you know maybe you can make one of the guys that doesn't make the cut a long reliever or or, or whatever. He's in, or you start him at A. someone gets injured, he fills a spot right up. So I went with starting pitching um, just because of that. And I know that the, the 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 free agent market for pitchers, it's not as deep as we would like. I mean, there's guys like Arrieta, uh Wade Davis, guys like that. I'd say middle of the tier guy would be awesome. Like a number two or number yeah. three starter. An ace if you're getting, if you want an ace and you want a guy like Arietta, you're going to, you're going to spend a lot of or, money. Or like
3: the oh. U Darvish, yeah. Right.
1: Or you Darvish, you're going to spend decent oh. money. And I don't know if the angels are really wanting to do that. I mean, they have options with what they want to do with their money. I went towards the pitching side.
3: Yeah. I, um, I went towards the third base side and I kind of was torn going between first base or, uh, uh starting pitching and third base just because kind of like how you were saying with the pitching, um, you know, they're not healthy. They haven't been healthy. Um, you know, but it's such a weird that you don't have a true test to what your pitching staff is because, like we said, they're not healthy. So, for all you know, these guys could work out and be something. And you don't want to sink a bunch of money in a free agent. Like you said, the free agent pool for starting pitching isn't great. I mean, like you said, you have a U Darvish, an Arietta, um, Cueto and, um, Tanaka both have options. So, they can opt in, opt out, um. But that's about it. I mean, there's some okay people like a, like a, well, has hurt. Yu Darvish is, you know has had elbow injuries in the past, so it, it's just interesting to uh, to see what the pitching market's going to be. But we have some sounds from Epler on a podcast, the ESPN Baseball Tonight podcast, talking about what they see for the offseason for the pitching staff.
2: Cool. We'll play that now. Um, well, I think we're going to get a little a bit of an indication from from Shoe um, and JC, who are both you know guys that are going to end the year on the on the disabled list, but um, they are you know, or at least in Shoe's case is actually actively throwing right now, and JC will be behind him. So we'll we'll get a little bit of an indication of of what we can expect uh, you know heading into spring training, just from a, a standpoint of. You know who's going to be able, and if there's going to be guys, you know, within that group that are that are unable. You know, I mean, we will have uh, Nick Tropeano coming back. Unfortunately, we, we will have lost Alex Meyer for what what feels like it's going to be all of 18, um, or at least a very significant portion of that. Um, but we'll we'll have some some guys coming back. Hopefully, we'll get some good news as as you know we get a little deeper into fall and and can really assess you know the s- situations with with JC and, and shoe and, and, you know, the, the indications right now are positive, but, uh, but I mean, that it, it's going to be a depth game for us. And I don't, I don't think there's any way, you know, around that is just, we're going to have to show up in spring with, you know, eight to nine guys that we feel comfortable with taking a turn. And we'll probably have to grab a couple along the way, whether that's via minor league free agency or a guy, you know, developing internally, such as a, a, you know one of our top prospects is a, a young kid named Jaime Berea who's really made a name for himself and and really moved through the organization, uh, you know, at a, at a pretty rapid pace this season. And um, you know, and then we'll rely on some of the guys to come back healthy, like such as Nick Tropiano. So it, it's going to have to be a situation where where we're we're comfortable with seven or eight at least in spring training and then looking for two, three, four more to emerge. And, and that's just our reality. And we can't be blind to that. So there it is. I mean, uh,
1: he, he hit on a lot of, a good little topics there, or little points. I mean, um, I mean, it, he said he got to be realistic, right? Right.
3: So, you know, with that being said, you know, where the pitching staff is with injury wise, I on the vote, I picked third base just because offensively, I think the angels need to pick, um, uh, Trying to get some kind of pop. Uh, third base production this year wasn't great. Um, they were 11th in hits in the AL, 10th in home run in the AL, 14th in the AL with RBIs, and then they had the 14th uh, batting average in the AL. So you're talking about all your major offensive categories for third baseman, um, the lower half of the AL. So if you can, and I know everyone thinks that Hosmer and I, I was, you know, Hosmer wouldn't be a bad um, a bad pickup for that, and you would have an everyday player there. Um, then you can go with the Valbuena-Crone split at first base, so you can kind of get more depth there for that position. Um, but yeah, when I looked at the numbers and tried to break it down uh, by position, not necessarily by person, but by position, um, the Angels' third base production was really, really light. It was really, really low, and in, um, in the season. So that's why I voted for uh, a third baseman.
1: Cool. I mean, you know, third base. It- I was surprised with the with the 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 home run numbers, but then I realized Luis had twenty three, but he played first base. Yeah, so when he so, hits them
3: on um, when he's on yeah. first base that day, the stats go to yeah first, first base.
1: And Escobar was hardly there,
3: right? And so like, like in the flip side, if you go to the first base uh, production for the Angels, they're fourteenth and these are all AL, fourteenth uh, in hits, eighth in home runs. So there's what you were talking about, eighth yeah. in uh, RBIs, and then fourteenth in average. So the average is low, but the main power numbers RBI and home runs are in the top half. So, yeah. you know, if you get Valbuena there as a as a split with Crone, I think that those numbers probably maybe go up a little bit more. Right. Um, I'm not sure about the average. Maybe you like them to work on average a little bit better. Right. But I think the power numbers with the I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility if you get both of those guys playing first base and you can combine for an easy thirty hundred thirty 30 home run, hundred RBI season with with those two splitting. I, I think that's possible. So, right. um. You know, I think third baseman is probably the best chance you get again. get an instant pop in the bat. Second base, um, free agency is not good at all this year. Right. So right. that one, you'd be kind of blowing money well,
1: away. I'll, I'll quickly touch on something that uh, was discussed on the Halo Haven page on Facebook. Someone said, what if the Angels pick up a guy like Mustakis at third base, right? Yeah. And which is something you you obviously would right. like. A guy like Moustakis at third base, what are they going to do at second base? I say... Luis Valbuena has played 209 games in his career at second base. Came up as a middle infielder. You can put you have options at second base if you don't sign a a, a good everyday second baseman. The guy Luis Valbuena played 209 games there. I think he's played about 509 games at third base and about 100 and something games at first. So, second base is his second natural position. Right. Um so you you have options at second base. So like, you know, if you don't go out and get don't go out and spend money on a second baseman that's that you're kind of settling for. Right. You don't want to do that. If you get a guy like Mustakis, then you have options at second. You have options at first. You even have options at different positions. And even
3: to, clip um, Cliff and the utility info yeah. that the Angels have is now a free agent. Now, do you want to use <clears throat> Valbuena in that in that role where he's. Giving, you know, uh, second base a day off here. He's, he's uh, a right, up. So now he's at first, first base. Um, Moustakis needs now a day off. You could put him at third. So now does he slip into that role where, where now he could be the utility, every, you know, almost every position on the infield to where if there's an injury. You have at least a decent backup in whatever position it is. Um, you don't lose a lot if, if someone needs a day off. So it'll be interesting to see how they're going to work the that way. And, again, you can – sign a middle a middle grade um, middle infielder you know to compete for the second with a second base job with I'm guessing with Cowart cuz he did come up and you know for a, his first you know fairly full season we had over 100 at bats you know it wasn't it wasn't great it wasn't terrible you know he batted 2.25 um, three home runs 11 RBIs but um, you know, you kind of do want to see him uh, develop and see where where he's going to be. So
1: yeah, and he could even be your utility guy. Right. You know?
3: Exactly. He plays third. He plays second. Um, you know, I'm sure in a pinch you could probably put him at shortstop if if something crazy happens. You could take reps there as you know for practice as the, as the year goes on. So yeah, um, I think there's a lot of players where the Angels have right now where they can kind of move around if they don't land a big um, kind of middle infielder at second base. So that's not a to me a big concern um, right. first baseman's again there's not a whole lot of yeah i mean you got eric osmer again he's 28 so he's he's probably one of the younger options free right. agency wise that's gonna he's gonna
1: he's big money
3: he's gonna require big money too and then you come into the situation where now you have three base three first baseman's if you count pool holes well even though he's gonna be your dh yeah that's kind of regardless of what you're gonna do with the dh um so now you have two first baseman's i don't know if the Angels would want to carry two strictly first basemen, like you like a guy like Val Buena where when he's not playing first He can play third. third yeah. You know, I don't think Croner's ever put a position other no. than DH slash first base So, yeah. you know, that's kind of how they feel about Croner if they can trade him for maybe you could trade him for, for a, a second baseman for a second baseman okay. or for a up-and-coming you know middle uh, starting pitcher yeah. in the minor leagues, you know, maybe somebody you can develop you could do it that way, and then you can go after uh, a Hosmer or something like that. But um, with the roster they have now, I don't think Hosmer would be a a big uh, big target. I think mostly they would be going over towards. I think a resigning uh, Upton because there's a rumor saying he might opt out, and then going after uh, Mustakis.
1: The the uh, Upton thing is is something we had, you know we were talking about it briefly off before the show started about how like you know what what it's going to require what the Angels are going to have to do to get him. Um, obviously he's, he, if he opts out he's going to want more than twenty two million a year, cause that's what he's getting right now.
3: Right.
1: So just, you know,
3: if he opts, if he opts in, he has $22.1 million for the next four years. Which
1: is really a really good contract.
3: I, I personally think if he does opt out, he might be looking for a fifth and sixth year contract just because, uh, he'll be, at the end of this recent contract, he'll be 33. So if he's looking mm-hmm. to play to his 35th, 36th <laughs> season, um, that might be where his goal is to get one last big payday. Right. Because if he has a market in 33, he's probably not going to get more yeah. than a one or two year deal. So yeah. he's probably in his head of trying to get maybe get those one or two years now guaranteed and uh, and go from there. But I, I just the 22 million, I don't see him getting a ton more than that. He's never got more than that in a, in, in a season. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. But um, I think that should be the angel's priority number one if he does uh, opt out of the current contract he has
1: right now yeah uh, up then obviously is our, our key free agent um, I think the market for Alpha is you were we were yeah, talking about it, it. it's not very good It's
3: not it's not I mean you have some guys that are gonna be I think are gonna get big money because of their name like a uh, McCutcheon like a JD Martinez which the last month of the year in Arizona has killed it and he's still rolling now in the in the playoffs so I mean other than that you have Batista which you know has did nothing pretty much this year for for the uh, For Toronto and they let him walk um, Jay Bruce. He's 31. He's declining offensively like a lot of these older players you're seeing on the outfield level um, Are going to be like DHS or DH types right in maybe one or two years and again with the pool holes kind of sitting there being your everyday DH because of the money you're spending he's spending on them uh, I don't see how they would fit in so Unless you go back to the, um, we were kind of joking about it, but if you go back and try to sign um, Mabin again, because he's a free agent after he signed a one-year deal, or Revere again after this year, um, you might lose some pop, but at least you gained some speed and some able uh, some base path uh, movement, that I don't think you have really with an Upton.
1: Right. And uh, one of the questions that was sent to us was from Rob Lastings on All Angels Podcast, or uh, is it on at gmail.com. He asked, and we're talking about it now, so that's why I'm reading it. Uh, Upton may be uh, opting out, but that doesn't necessarily mean that he's not resigning. Should the Angels make a move, resigning him? Yeah, yeah, I think
3: they yeah. should. I mean, again, everything within a certain bubble. I'm not going to sit here and say throw all the, yeah, holes, no. the whole bank at him. No, um, you know, if, if you're going to give him that fifth, sixth year as the Angels, I would like to see maybe a smaller per Ta- year tail end. Yeah, yeah, yeah per, per year. year. Or um, the front, big money up front, front we're, load it. Maybe yeah. maybe he gets thirty million the first two or three years, and then he's making maybe fifteen or ten yeah. in the back. Yeah, we don't three, want which an man, Albert deal. Yeah, and I think that's kind of where they messed up with Albert. It's like, oh, we'll pay you this much, but we're going to backload it. And as a yeah. player, you're thinking, great, okay, you know? yeah. yeah. But um, again, and it, this goes with any free agent. Same thing with Mustakas. Uh, I would love with the Angels like Mustakas, but <laughs> again, you kind of have to realize in sports and with money. Um, free agencies are, are are tricky. Like I don't know, me and Chris were talking about this earlier before you got here. Name the last great, and you can even broaden it out more towards this MLB in general, the last great, big-time free agent signing any team's had. Like, yeah, you might get one there, one here, but for every one guy that did great on free agent signing, like, yeah. a, like a Cano or, or and stuff that, like that... No
1: one's even suspect. Yeah, yeah. so uh,
3: for every one of those, you'll have a Gary Matthews. This, now this is just going. Aunt Gary Matthews Junior. Uh, Mo Vaughn,
1: Vernon uh, Wells, Vernon
3: Wells, Josh Hamilton. So, you know, granted, the Angels did well with Vlad and with Tori, but other than that, you have way more examples of it not it working work out. out. So you have to be smart. I know fans are probably going to be pissed if, if wow, why, we didn't sign anybody, even though maybe their demands were so huge. So I like to keep everything within yeah you know within within means i don't think he backed and, up the truck and
1: and and you got to remember guys we're not a horrible team so no. you don't necessarily have to make a large splash you know the 0 two team didn't make a splash at all the biggest signing that year was aaron seeley right. and that guy didn't even finish in the rotation that season so you know,
3: Or even if you look at now, um, Boston with David Price, they spend a grip load of money for him, mm-hmm. and now he's coming out of the bullpen in the playoffs, where when you sign that, you are hoping yeah. for him to be the number one or number two starter in your playoff run, and now he's a lefty specialist coming out of the pen. So yeah. I'm always wary about the free agent market, and, and maybe as an Angel fan, I feel like I got burned by it so many times that if you were to ask me, who do you want, I'm like, go after the middle guys where you don't spend a bunch, and maybe they give you... Um, decent years, good years, and you can fill the rest of the holes with a Mike Trout because he's going to be productive. Mike Trout is going to be productive Yeah, he's going no to be Mike Trout. And yeah. then you look at the the rest of the year, like pitching-wise, pitching wasn't terrible. I mean, people want to say that, and I think it was more um, recency bias, like as far as maybe, yeah, the last month, month and a half wasn't great. But if you look at the numbers overall, six best uh, ERA.
1: That's pretty good. That's seventh good. best strikeout. It's not bad.
3: Six best uh, – best Batting average against that's so, so
1: middle of the road right there,
3: right? And that's with a lot of your guys not being healthy Yeah, so for them to turn around and sink a, a lot of money into a you Darvish a Arrieta those guys, you know, um, I, I I Just don't see the re- return I don't think the return and again It's always about return. It's how <clears throat> much you can get for what you're putting in I don't think it's gonna make you know Clay buck buckles like I, don't, I mean, I mm-hmm. don't know where you look uh
1: you know so i mean uh, go ahead and grab those guys for decent money not like you said don't back up the truck for these exactly, guys yeah. um yeah in return like what do you what do you expect these guys to do you know um and nothing's written in stone like you know unless you're picking up Clayton kershaw right or you know like you're picking up a guy like mike trout and you know what you're getting otherwise man no it's not it's you you have to be smart about about it. So, um, curator, what what is your uh, Angels yes. off season move? Uh, what do you want them to get? Pitchers, third base, second base. What do you think we need to improve on, free agent wise?
3: Obviously, second base, third base, pitcher too. Um, as far as the free agents out there, there's nobody that's just like that appealing. I like the Luis Valbuena to second move. You can then sign a big time <laughs> third baseman. I'm liking that. I think that's a, that's a position we haven't really filled since uh, Troy Gloss left. Ooh. I feel like we've just been one of those positions. I don't know if Caleb Coward's your answer right now. I love Caleb Coward, but I don't know if he's yeah. full-time second baseman. But as far as free agency, I don't know. I'm not, okay. I'm not feeling
1: it. I got gotcha. you. Yeah, there's not, there's, there's not one name that sticks out at you. And the one name that does is Jake Arietta and I and feel,
3: and he's injured right now. Yeah, and too. I feel
1: like that's a real gamble because there's no doubt he's going to ask for big money. Right, and and with do I don't want them to do that. You know, get more for what you're going to spend on one. I'd
3: rather sign
1: mustakas. I'd
3: rather sign like get yeah, Mustakas and sign a a, a a JC Ramirez that you know yeah. is cheap. He can at the top he can be a number two number three or a three four starter at the worst He's a bullpen guy I'd rather sign a couple of those guys try him out and This last year and it showed. they showed that they can sign guys that people may have passed on or are willing to give away Super cheap and turn them into something I mean even the bullpen bullpen people were saying they need a reliever. They need a closer Maybe a closer maybe one of these guys matures into a closer But bullpen wise they are the top wins in the AL and um, Fifth best in ERA and fifth most innings. So, you know, the bullpen's not that bad. Um, So I I think bullpen is pretty – maybe you get one or two arms. I know a lefty would be great in there, a lefty arm. But, again, you have to kind of look at what's available. There's not a whole lot of lefty uh, bullpen relievers. Um, No one that's really going to be, like, I think the average fan would get. Like, I don't think you can throw out a name like a – uh, Jake McGee or, or or Mike Miner or whatever. I don't know if anyone knows who those people are. So they pick one up. Uh, he's that lefty specialist. That'd be great. I don't think those guys are really going to be requesting any more than maybe right. like, seven million, six million dollars a year.
1: Right. So options. The options for the Angels. I mean, they, they got to be smart about it. I mean, we we all repeat that a million times because you know you just don't want to uh, uh, spend your money and then you're scratching your head going why did we why did we spend the money on this um. So, quickly just looking, and I I want to touch on something that, you know, we got to look at bright spots. I mean, obviously the Angels, for me, they overachieved this season. They played better than I thought, considering all the injuries that we've had. We talked about it before. A a, a Sort of a bright spot for me, guys, and I know it sounds weird, but when you look at the numbers at the end of the year, Albert Pujols finished with 100 RBIs again, which is like kind of weird. Yeah, because I feel like, he comes up in situations where we need him to do something and it feels like he doesn't, like it, he doesn't come through, but then you're like, wait a minute, he had four RBIs tonight.
3: Yeah. I think that goes back to kind of what we we're saying with free agency is like, depending on how much you pay a guy, listen, if you're paying Albert, half of what you're paying him now, and you've got this production, you'd be happy with it because you're, you're, you're kind of paying <laughs> what know? I was
1: going to touch on. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
3: But if you're sitting here paying him, you know, well, what was this year was 26 million then yeah you expect more but if you're saying they're you know giving a 14 million then you're you're
1: you'll take what he's doing exactly
3: you're 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 twice on a sunday yeah exactly your judgment changes so you know it again that's why free agencies i feel like angels have been burned too many times to to just start backing up the truck on it
1: yeah definitely um uh so you had a um. you had a a By um, Billy Epler.
3: Epler, yeah. This is um, again from the ESPN Baseball Tonight podcast with Buster Olney, and uh, he had Epler on there. With the first time you heard from him earlier, that was him talking. on And this is the same uh, podcast. It's a little bit later on, and they're talking about Pujols and what they expect from him in the off season and, and what they can expect from him, you know, going into going into next year.
1: Okay, so I'm going to try to play this. I think we're still recording something happened to the computer here it like went blank on me but we're still live on youtube (laughs) um dude i don't know what it's what happened here went blank on us it says record on there i don't know what's going on here
3: technical difficulties
2: Tommy and JJ discuss the NBA and interview some of the biggest names in the league, like Devin Booker and Luka Doncic. NBA final season is the perfect time to dive in, and you can listen to The Old Man and the Three wherever you get your podcasts. To hear episodes brought to you by BMW. Push the limits this NBA season with the brand that set the ultimate standard. BMW, the ultimate driving machine.
0: CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you.